Alright, well, ready? Yeah. Welcome to Brown, Broken, Laughing, aka BBO. Um, my name is Jess. I'm here with Angie. Hi. And this is your first episode. How oh are you feeling? God. I'm actually very excited. Well, also I'm very <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm being interviewed by myself right now. Jess is kind of giving me that like girl calm down look, but I'm just ready. No, that's my I have anxiety look, and I'm like already overthinking it, but it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, we're out here. I know this is something we've been talking about for a minute. Um, we just wanted to do this for fun. Yeah. Shits and giggles. Yes. Oh shit! I guess we're gonna be swearing in this podcast. Yes. It's fine. We're not getting monetized yet. When we get to that <laughs> point, we'll discuss about the curse curse word count. What what modifications? chose the name we chose okay i kind of like that yeah um all right so i'll have you introduce yourself first okay. because i feel like i'm doing a lot of the talking mm -hmm. um and then let me know when you're done with that because i have a little activity in mind oh oh snap i don't even know what this activity is why you so blindsided me why you so fake as fuck though i like, don't but i don't know what you're talking about okay well go ahead and introduce <laughs> yourself let the world know who you are okay so i'm angie uh what else do i say um, well, I, I guess I try not to do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm, I don't like to introduce my race first, but you know, this is what it is. I can't help it. I'm black and Indian, really proud of it. You know, proud of both my identities. Um, I like to do improv and sketch comedy. I also yeah, love, yeah. also love podcasts. Duh. And the main reason <laughs> why our inspiration for this podcast was actually Bald and the Beautiful with Trixie and Katya. We're like, we should make a friend. We should make a podcast because we're best friends and all that. Uh, don't look at me like that. We are best friends, bitch. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. are, but I think we have a different origin story. But go ahead, keep going. Okay. I'm not gonna be rude. Well, actually, this is kind of leading into why we are <laughs> in the podcast. I, just, I don't know who I am, so I can't describe it. Isn't that a life question? Oh my god. I'm having an identity crisis. Yo. I just want to also note that we're not high right now. We're going through deep questions, but we're not high. Yeah, I don't smoke. Let's yeah. just put that out there. Um, If I sound ridiculous, it's just because... It's maybe we should have put that out there. Maybe, maybe yeah. we should make them think that we're, we're high. So, uh, whoever's listening right now, I feel like you're like one out of like seven subscribers right now who no one's just for now. Fine. Just for now, and manifesting will have a thousand listeners at some point, and then it's gonna get like bigger. One day we're gonna be like a thousand is so little. We're really aiming for just ten. <laughs> that that's Jess. <laughs> one of the dynamics is that Jess is like the quote unquote realistic. Uh, analytical one where I'm like, like let's dream big let's aim for the stars you know that's the dynamic there all right so that's Angie <laughs> <laughs> all right um, I'm, a, I'm also a writer okay I was a theater major in college okay. and that was really disappointing okay go ahead all right Jane Austen um <laughs> so I guess 
I'll introduce myself first and then I'm gonna bring it back to you. I do have a few questions for you, just that the folks who don't know you the way I know you know you a little better and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess I'll go next. My name's Jess. Um, what is there to know about me? I guess I'm, I'm you, you spoke about race. I guess I'll talk about my race. Yeah. I'm, I'm Mexican American. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the things we have in common, we both come from parents who are immigrants, right? In their own yeah. way, shape, and form. Um, Low beige. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Can we please ignore that comment? <laughs> <laughs> the audacity. <laughs> Um, it's, it's true, no, though. but I feel like eventually that conversation will be important, right? Like, where, where does colors and fit into our identities yeah. and, like, all these other things that I feel like sometimes people are afraid to talk about. And I feel mm -hmm. we're pretty open about that in our relationship mm -hmm. as, as friends, right? Yeah. It's like, we, we do speak about, like, the privilege, but also the disadvantages of our identities. Yeah. Um, not disadvantages. I feel like our identities are pretty dope, but still, yeah. like, we do face some societal things. Yeah. Um, I did. I think I said I'm the oldest of four, so I feel like that's where this dynamic also comes into play. Y'all might hear me calling Angie out as I go shoot with my younger sister, but it's all right. It's cool. a dynamic. That's a dynamic. <laughs> it's okay. I don't like it all the time. Um. What else? Oh, I'm married. Um, He's dope. He's a Virgo, though. He's pretty stubborn. And yeah. Oh, let's get to our signs. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like me? Yeah, what's your sign? You know your big three? What the? Yes. Okay. Um, The Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> no, no sports. No sports. Oh, my bad. No, I'm kidding. I'm an Aries um, with the Capricorn moon. And I'm a Gemini rising. Mm. I don't know what the fuck that means. People don't want to like Geminis. I get that. But we. I like you. <laughs> you are most people. <laughs> <laughs> right. What about you? I know okay. you're a Leo. I'm a Leo and I'm very proud of it. Good for you. I think if the, I don't think there exists a Leo that's not proud of that being a Leo. But that's my sun. My ascendant, which is my rising, is a Capricorn, which is why I mean because you have a Capricorn moon and I'm a Capricorn rising. And then my moon, which are one of our friends, Megan. We love her. Shout out. Shout out to Megan. She'll be on this podcast one, one, day. one day. One day. When the master's degree is done. Hey, she can get her <laughs> master's. Okay, we have so many amazing friends. Okay, but back to me, <laughs> as Leo would say. And then, yeah, I have a tourist moon, so I'm very... So I think basically my, my identity with my Zodiac shows, I have a very, like, kind of, like... Not stuck up, but like I have a vain side, but also I'm very, I have a very chill side. You know, I want to be the center of attention. But also, I can chill and watch a movie, I'm and sorry. it's fine. I'm only laughing because like you're like I can be vain sometimes. Bitch, you took like thirty <laughs> hours to talk about your signs. I did it in two seconds. So, but carry no. on. I don't even think you've gotten to like the rising yet. Was that rising? Yeah, I did. I already oh, said more. Listen, I was. <laughs> All right, so I guess I introduced myself, right? Cool. All right, so what I'm going to do next is, so that people who don't know you know you a little better. Yeah. I put on here a 30-second timer. Yeah. <clears throat> I know it's a lot of time. I did not, I really did not know about this. And I'm just going to ask you random-ass questions. Okay. Um, if you feel comfortable answering, go ahead and answer. Um, and if, you know, if you don't, you can just say pass. I'll respect that. Okay. But if I really want to have the answer, I'm going to ask again. Uh-huh. It's fine. All right, so timer starting now. Favorite color? Okay, so it's like teal, okay. pink, okay. Uh, black. Um, I like turquoise. Okay. <laughs> all, all I have Basically, the, the Crayola box. Got it. <laughs> no, um, I, I didn't talk about purple. Okay, well, what cartoon character best describes you? That's hard. Okay, you have five seconds. Hurry up. 
Chucky from Rugrats. Oh my god, as long as it's not Chucky the doll. No. Alright, cool. From Good Rugrats. Job. Okay. That wasn't enough time. Maybe next time we'll do more. Okay. But, um, okay. Okay, so let me do you. Okay. Okay. Go. What's your favorite color? I like <laughs> mauve. What the? Gray and, and black and, like, forest green. Okay. Those are, like, my top four. Okay. Do I stop it now or are we going to... No, keep oh, going. Oh, you have, like, uh, 15 seconds. What's your favorite uh, movie? Oh, shit. That's a rough one. Coco. Oh. I know. It's what's your favorite song? Anything Billie Eilish. Oh, yes. She's a queen. Uh, yeah. What car- What cartoon character do you identify Tina with? Tina Belcher, bitch. Tina Belcher. Chucky Dance. Yes. Um, guys, I you think, do not want to see that. I think going back to our title, like, what B in the BBL? Like, there's nothing... Like, when I dance, I just dance for fun. Like, yeah. Just, we're brown, but... Flapati, yes. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. And then in my case... Chapati. Adios, me. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, so let's get started with, with, like, the basis of this first episode. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about? Well, we didn't really just talk about why we're doing the podcast. We didn't really say why. We kind of just was talking about who we are. and True. Yeah. So, I would say we're doing the podcast because whenever we're talking and, like, kikiing and just being a mess... We tend to do it in public for some reason, and someone's always watching on <laughs> and, like, laughing at us. And, like, from what I see, I think we're bringing joy to their lives. So I'm thinking, we should provide this to everybody. Bring them some little joy. Um, because, like, our friendship dynamic is very interesting. And when I say interesting, I mean in a good way. Because it's really interesting they say it in a bad way. I know. But, like, and, like, I think together we kind of deal with life together, and we do it through laughing that's why the end word is laughing we're brown and we're broke in different ways uh so that's why we're brown broke and laughing and uh. our friendship is <laughs> i'm saying this so around the way no, I mean, around but the back. i think that's real right i feel yeah. like we wanted to kind of also invite other people to these conversations because i feel like we have them in such a nonchalant way where mm-hmm. they want to join right and yeah. again this is I mean, it's not like we're going to be thought-provoking and we're going to get a Nobel Peace Prize at the end of this. You never know. Okay, I have to say this. One of my pet peeves is that Jess doesn't realize how amazing she is. Okay, this is not Oprah. <laughs> right. when, okay, Dr. and Phil. I think I am pretty amazing. And I think, combined, we can come up with some amazing things to share with the masses, okay? So you never know. We might say something that might change someone's life. Okay. Yeah, but we're not, we're not like curing cancer. But anyways. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. But think about and Katya. How their podcast has brought joy to your life. It's simple. But it's like, they make you laugh. They make you like, oh, I can, I go to the shitty job, but like, I, I laugh today. But murder mystery podcasts also bring joy to people sometimes. That's true. So it's about perspective. It's about, per- but... <laughs> Do you want to do a murder mystery, murder mystery podcast? Girl, my life itself is a mystery, but okay. I said murder mystery. Mm-hmm. Please don't say your life. Okay. So, what did we just talk about? Um. Why are we doing that? That's, that's what the what we just said. No, I feel like you you really nailed it on the head. I don't know if that's a phrase or not. That's the yeah, other thing about is. me. Like y'all will soon realize that I don't fucking understand idioms. So sometimes I'll create my own. Sometimes. Without knowing what the fuck I'm saying. Maybe that can be a segment. Jess's idioms. But, yeah. Um, oh, but, okay. How do we become friends? Wow, such a swift change. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember. Okay, well, this is the, the crux of it, okay. We both went to the same college. Should we say it? 
I mean, might as well. We don't like, go there anymore. Nobody knows okay. us. Okay, so we're, we're not s- Lena Dunham. Boo. <laughs> I used to like her, and I am really embarrassed What by made it. you like her? Wait, let's dive into that. Fuck how we became friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I hope why? Why? Hate me. Let's no do that. No, what about Lena Dunham? Okay, I liked the show Girls. Just to I, clarify, this is like a genuine question. I, know, I will I probably know. shit on it, but like, I'm curious to know, but, okay, especially so, like as a POC oh, Okay, so I am... We the word there is broke, but like in our title, but I do have some privilege in the sense that like I have family, we're middle class. I'm really supported by my family. So I kind I could kind of relate to the young people like trying to have big dreams and get it out there. Like I don't relate to like the whiteness of it. Of the show or of Lena? I think that's the same thing. Is it? Kinda. You think? The whiteness Lena Dunham is the show. I got too deep. I mean, well, she yeah, wrote the true. show. But yeah, but then and also like, yeah, she wrote the show, but the show has its own personality versus who she is as a person outside the show. And that's debatable. Okay, carry on. Well, also, I have listened to one of Lena Dunham's podcasts. Okay, oh, I know. But it's like it's her and a co-host. And I talk about women throughout history who have gotten, like, my history, like, pop culture sort of history who have gotten a bad rep. And I feel like she does that because, like, she's one of those women, but, like, for good reason. But she talked about, like, People like Anna Nicole Smith or like Amy Schumer. If she brings up Amy Schumer, I swear to God. No, no, no. Okay. Yes, but also. I was about to walk out this time. Amy Schumer, I get it. That's a different color. Um, but no, I think I just related to the fact of like just like young women who who are sort of privileged, who are trying to make it and they're kind of dumb along the way. Also, I'm a type of person where I like to see characters that are not like good people. Like I don't, my characters don't have to be the, like the, like Mother Teresa, whatever. I find it mm. annoying for us to see, like, bad, like... Like, Lena Dunham's character was fucking annoying. Mm. But it was, like... It was interesting to see, to see, like, a woman be bad on screen. Mm. And that's the perspective I had. And also, I when I was in Oberlin, I, re- I was really wanting to be a writer. So I was like, she went to Oberlin, she made it. So I was... That was kind of, like, my, like, I will make it type of thing. But as I got older and I left Oberlin, and I learned more about her, I was like... What the fuck? Never mind. <laughs> That's but, me right now. <laughs> but I know. But like you know, I'm not. I don't like hate her, but I understand what, what people do because she's some dumb shit. Um, but yeah, for a moment of time, she was like someone that I like. Mm. I sort of respect because you were exposed to someone who I think you could somewhat relate to, right? Yeah, Going beyond yeah. just a conversation of race, yeah. you're like, wow, she also went to Oberlin. Wow, she's also doing comedy writing. Yeah, that's yeah. Wow, she's also insecure about these things that yeah. maybe you haven't been able to speak on. Yeah. Okay, that's mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Belina Dunham. Who else went to Oberlin? Uh, Ed Helms. He was in the office. Yeah, he's really proud of that. He was just like in the in the um. Freaking what do you mean he's very proud of that? He's really famous because of it. And because of Oberlin, not because of the office. No, because the office. Yeah, no, I'm just saying he's. I mean, he's proud of being from Oberlin. He's proud of being. Oh, from oh Oberlin. okay, okay. Like they, it's a long story. But if you go into Oberlin's like Instagram account, he's like on a recent like freaking uh, post about how he's like bragging about being there and how great of a place it was. But. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. But speaking of Lena Dunham, like, I don't, like, instead of, <laughs> instead of liking her, I'm like Issa Rae. Quinta Brunson. Okay. Um, who else who I've, who I've looked up to who is not Lena Dunham? I know. I feel like you just made that sort of change from Ed Helms into, like, let me reclaim. I know. I feel so bad. The audience. But also, like, to be honest, part of this podcast is, if, if I'm going to be on it, is that it's me being of color, but having questionable taste. I'm going to be honest. No, or, or, like, 
taste that maybe you don't think a black person should have or an Indian person should have, right? Like, I like Mindy Kaling. Apparently, Indian people hate Mindy Kaling. They wow. hate her. because Our friendship might be over after this podcast. Do you like, do you hate Mindy no. Kaling? No, well, I do. Hate is a strong word. I don't, I don't know. I feel like she's creative. She's an intelligent woman. But lately, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like her approach with some of the dialogue that she uses, the script itself, it's like really trying to be like in your face, but it's also like cringe yeah. in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And lately, I don't know. I was having this conversation with someone, and I know, like, who am I to judge? But I feel like she's had this sort of weird sort of transition oh. of, well, yeah, right? Of, of If you look at her Instagram, it's almost like she's, I don't know if black fishing is the right term. How? Like, I don't know. Like, she's already a garbage skin. Yes, but like, I, I can't and describe it. And she was always curvy. She just yeah, lost weight. but lately, if you would look at her foundation, it went from like a light tone foundation to a darker tone foundation. Maybe it's just me, and maybe I can, I'm going to get canceled for this, but there's no, something I mean, about it like that's... Killing, it's so not it's even fine. about, like, her, but it's also just about something's off. And then also, didn't her brother claim to be black just to get into medical school? Or her, that shit. Yeah, that shit's fucked up. Like, yeah. why would you not address that? And yeah. instead... Also, like, the Mindy Kaling project... That was... Yeah. <clears throat> honey... No, do better. You were literally going through some sort of emotional abuse and you still married, quote-unquote, Prince Charming. Yeah. Mm-mm, but that okay. was a beast, Okay, I agree. But one thing I would argue for, and, like, maybe if you told me some white-ass person made a show, I would be less... Especially that I'm kind of have, like, turned the past. Okay, let's get but, there. But if someone else, you know, like, I didn't like their work, it would be easy for me to be like, oh, they suck, blah, blah, blah. But I do think there is something to say about having characters that are not super perfect. Like, it's real. A lot of Indian people, especially, like, Mindy Kaling wanted to be a comedy writer. I know she didn't have any Indian friends. That's such a white thing to do. <laughs> or else to be no, I mean, that's writer. real. But, then also, but she grew up in Massachusetts. Like, what Indian people was she around? So, it's honest. Like, a lot, I think a lot of Indian people do go through, I mean, I'm half Indian, so I might not know the full Indian experience. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people go through, like, hating who they are, wanting to be aligned with whiteness. Like, is it is it wrong to be honest about that type of want, like, of course, many probably could, could have done a better job at, like, saying that's wrong. That's what I'm saying, you know, yeah. right? I think at the end of the day, it's, like, and I say this a lot, just in life. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with work. But it's also, like, okay, cool, what was your intent behind that joke? Mm-hmm. And that's with any comedian. Yeah. That's with anybody. Yeah. Just leave, right? I mean, that's how I feel about fucking Gina Rodriguez, but mm-hmm. it's a different conversation. Yeah. Lemon Miranda. Oh, we're gonna get into him. She hates him. I dislike this man, but I'm gonna get into it. Um, like, what was the intent versus the impact that you made mm-hmm. behind that? Right? It's like at the end of the day, if like these are the common punchlines, and there's no addressing of like why that was maybe not, yeah. you know, whatever. But that's any comedian. Yeah. Wow, we went down a tangent. Yeah, there. and then also some people just think it's okay just to be like, oh, it's it's just a joke. Yeah, but, like, you're getting paid. But it's not. Right, exactly. I mean, and the same can be said about, like, Dave Chappelle, right? And, like, that's a whole different, like, fucking... Now, I have to say this. Territory. I will watch a Dave Chappelle show till today. But his recent comedy specials have pissed me off. And I know some, a lot of people will be like, no, Dave Chappelle's a god, whatever. Like, yeah, but he said some fucked up shit. Well, I don't... Okay, let's not go beyond this problem. <laughs> yeah, I feel like in order for... Like, I can go... There could be a whole segment on that. Yeah. <laughs> But you know me, my ass is like, I need to do research on this matter. Yeah. Like, there's, I can't yeah. formulate 
yeah. sort of like words that's true when addressing him yeah. because it's like I get so angry but also it's also like I don't know yeah anyways mm-hmm. lemon well <laughs> okay okay so we were talking about Overland Lena Denham we became friends the end we're now here wait we no wait whoa 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 <laughs> there's so much we haven't said about that how do we become friends okay yeah we went to Oberlin together how did we get to Oberlin Oh, we got this, like, all, um... Do, do you want to say the name? I'm not saying the name. Okay, got the um, scholarship. Because, you know what, these... You know how these scholarship programs be? They'll be like, oh, my God, these two girls are out here doing promos. Like, we should put them on our Instagram. Look at them. They're being successful. No. So, um... But thank you for the offer. Um, <laughs> it was just, like... What is it? All tuition paid? Yeah, all tuition. Free Free tuition. Right? Just tuition. Just Keyword, tuition. tuition. Just tuition. I'm still paying off my loans now, so. You know, it'd be like that. But, like, the idea was, is, like, well, I can't say the tagline because then people will know what it is, but. So, basically, it's a group of students who go to a mm-hmm. campus as a group to support each other emotionally and push through, like, their, their education process, um, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there are different cohorts every year. So, I was there first, and then Angie was the cohort afterwards, and we met um and yeah i feel like we were just chilling um studying in the library and then it was it was pretty mm. chill from there like i, I remember like, i remember when i first saw jess god <laughs> such a glow up and uh, no from uh, then till now i was trying to make it sound like a romantic comedy i remember when i was when i first saw her okay because like okay just take some kind of we went to a very liberal arts college think lena dunham you see how like musty and dirty she was oh my god <laughs> Imagine that, but like a whole tons of people that are like that, okay? Okay, hippie, very liberal, white liberal shit, you know? And you know, also, I mean, also like people who are just like not tr- traditional. So when I saw Jess, I, w- and Jess, I was like, oh my god, someone looks normal and like smart. I wanna be friends with her. I don't know, that's what I thought. I just, just like, she seemed, and when I saw her, I was like, she looks so confident and like together. Little did she know. Little did she know. She's a town. fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, slowly, I was like, I'm going to get to know her. And also, she was the cohort, the cohort, to the word, the, I said the coho, the cohort, <laughs> the cohort af- after me. So it was like, before, oh, honey. Oh, before. So it's like, oh, like, she's going through this. Like, maybe I can see her as like a, more like a mentor or whatever. I don't know. But like, but then after that, it's just, we just, sometimes we will study together in the library and then we end up living nearby each other's so then it's like we just became friends yeah i mean her dad was like the officiant of my wedding yeah cute i know so during cute. covid yeah y'all if y'all ever want to get married just know that do it during a pandemic it's hella cheap <laughs> um knock on wood no more pandemics <laughs> no more pandemics it ain't over though so yeah but no 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 mas no mas <laughs> okay wow we did we just did a lot i don't even Girl, okay, guys, we had a Google Drive of an agenda of, a, like, an outline. I don't even know where we are. So, apologies if we're all over the place, but... Okay, let's just talk about our weeks. Like, how's our week been? Like, what's going on? Oh, my God, where do we start? Uh, okay, okay. It's, it's start with Monday. <laughs> okay, so you know how, like, doctor's office have that whole, like, pain scale thing? Yeah. Random. I was watching this fucking show called Dope Sick with Kevin... And oh, I heard about this one. What did you hear about it? No, I just saw, saw the title. That's all I know about it. So you read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I saw, don't, don't tell me you heard about it. No, when I say I heard about it, I saw it on Netflix. I saw the title and that was it. <laughs> so you know, you don't have any context. No, I don't. Just say that. 
talking about some only going to anyways I'd be doing that shit too yeah. I'm just like how do I get out of this conversation anyways <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sorry guys <laughs> no but like basically if if I didn't finish the show and I didn't watch it from the beginning but the the basis of it is they're diving into the oxytocin what is oxytocin. it thank you <gasps> oxytocin <laughs> the love hormone just no oh, that's what what the fuck? that's an opioid it's an opioid right and so oh, oxytocin's a op- so the, no you might need to google it no because oxytocin 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 the painkiller oh that's different yo <laughs> yeah no it's about basically purdue pharma and how they kind of finesse the whole Oxy. like promotion of it and how people became so addicted to it so basically Drug. it follows this trajectory right and so, in one of the scenes... Oxycodone. Ah, uh, whatever. Same thing. But, and there's a scene where doctors are using that pain scale thing about, like, with the smiley faces. You oh, know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 And I didn't realize that at the bottom of... Maybe it's different nowadays, but I think this is where it made it come from. Like, at the bottom, there was this link to what, like, Purdue Pharma had created, which is basically, like, almost like a fake sort of organization to justify why oxytocin or whatever the fuck it's called um was okay for them to utilize in patients and they would push up uh, push it on them and i was like damn so now i feel like whenever i ask people on the scale of smiley face to anger how are you feeling i feel like i'm promoting opioids and i don't know how to feel about that so like are you googling dope sick because you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about Wait, is it a TV show or documentary? It's is this the right? Show. It's a TV okay. show. I just want to see what it's about so we know what the drug is. Opio. O- o- opioid. Not oxytocin <laughs> at all. Honey. Honey. Opioid. No. Is it the right show? The drug that they made is an opioid. We're trying to figure out the name of the no. drug. Oh, oh okay. Please excuse us for a second as we're using... But this is important because I'm not going to be one of those podcasts that spew misinformation. Yeah, we're not Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> Thank God. So it's, I think I think okay. Premise. See that? Look at that. Opio- the drug company that Oxy Oxycontin. Okay. Boom. Okay. Oxycontin. Whatever. Same shit. The word oxy's in there. I'm smart enough. Great. This is why you did a major in fucking science. Kudos to all the STEM majors out there. Um. Okay. Going Long, back. Please. How was this week? Um, not using smiling faces, um, but instead on a scale of like 1 to 10, 10 being like, I need the world to be covered in lava because this all needs to end. So mm-hmm. 10 is not good. Obviously not. I thought 1 is bad. Oh, well, we're going to fuck it up today <laughs> <laughs> and switch it around. Oh, well, when you go down to say, what's your pain level? If you say 10, it's like worse. Right, right, okay, right. Okay, 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 so okay. 1 being like, you know what, it was a pretty pleasant um, mm-hmm. week. Yeah. want to relive it. It's gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Five being like, you know, I might have spilled some coffee on me, mm-hmm. and it was a rough one, but I recovered. It's fine. All the stains are gonna come off my clothes. It's all good. Again, ten being, I need there to be lava all over this fucking country because it's fucking over for everybody. Well, yeah. yeah. Do you wanna? How was the week? How's my week? Yeah. Using well, that scale. Okay, probably a five to a six. Oh shit. So coffee stain and whatever the fuck is that? Coffee stain and like, oh no, my car got towed. Is that six? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but if you have the money. It's seven if you don't have the money to get the car back. 
let's just say okay, that. Carry on seven. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that, so, okay, to get, okay, I'm going to mention a word, Mich- um, Jess might not want me to say, but I went to Korea and then I went to Singapore for vacation and I came back like a week ago. And while I was on this trip, I was so reinvigorated. I was like, I'm ready for the new year. Also, when you travel, it's just, it feels good. It makes you feel like there's more to life than like your day to day. It makes you just, you know, and also before I left, I got laid off from my job. Oh, damn. So, oh, yeah, I, really, I forgot about that part. That part's important. <laughs> I got laid off. She said, let me block the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> So I had to like really freak, like like so I tend to like look at signs or like I'm one of those woo woo bitches. <laughs> okay, I just saved the place earlier. She looks at signs. I look at I signs. Open, close. <laughs> Hours up. of service. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So Microsoft. So I just was like, oh my god, like I just felt so like. Cause I honestly, although I being laid off is hard, I really didn't like the job after like a few months. I mean, after like six months of being in that job, whatever, I was kind of like, okay, I'm kind of not liking it. So this is a blessing in disguise. I needed to move on. I probably would have been there for like ever. What was the sort of factor, or like what moment where you're like, you know what? I think that this is like I'm done with this place. Like when what was when was that moment where you're like, I don't think I'm as happy as I thought I was yesterday in this position. Well, I think it was, like, well, when things started to, like, pile up, like, because at first, like, I started off as an intern at this role, so, like, everyone's just like, oh, my God, we're so happy to have you here, because they're trying to convince you to stay, right? right. And then at first, it was, Very like, corporate. and then, like, once I get, like, first of all, the corporate structure, I sound like such a liberal, like, millennial. It sounds like a cult. Like, what exactly is corporate it, structure? Because I've only done nonprofits since mm-hmm. I graduated from college. Well, what do you mean by corporate structure? Like, I feel like there's, obviously, my understanding of corporate structure is that it's very, corporate is very, like, cutthroat. Yeah. Right? Obviously, it's more like business, law, mm-hmm. accounting, I guess, in yeah. business. Well, my job was pretty simple, because I was, like, a coordinator level one, so there well, wasn't... Well, damn, let me not ask. So, <laughs> it was, like, it wasn't, like, that, like, cutthroat for me. It wasn't like I was a consultant. Must be nice. Um, <laughs> but, still, like, things would pile up, and, like, honestly, my job is kind of, like, I mean, there is some mental... My like burnout. No, no. I'm trying to say that there is. I do use my mind when I work. Like I'm not like a zombie. Like just like on keyboard. You mean a robot? Yeah, robot. (laughs) I'm a human. (laughs) Um, but like I do use my mind. Like you have to like because I I mostly schedule stuff. So like you have to have some type of like you have to really like think through like scheduling stuff like that, logistics and all. But other than that, it was like I really felt empty doing it. Mm. Like it's just like. I was just doing things, and to me, it didn't mean anything. Like, so what mm. if this if this person did this? Or so, so what? You were a robot. It, I did. I did feel like Got a robot. It. So yeah, I did feel like a robot. And but I love the people that I work with. So yeah, I just really felt like my soul wasn't in it. fulfilled. No passion. Yeah, but like it was nice. Cause I was like, oh my god, I have like it was actually like a which is what's one good thing about corporate where people stay in it. Is there is like a there is a way to level up. Like I could start from level one to level four. Or level five, whatever, as long as I can go up. So I was like, well, I have a career, and that's nice, but is it a career that I want? No. That's real, man. That's real shit. Yeah. I feel like especially now... Oh, yeah, one thing is that we're both in our 30s, right? Early 30s. And I feel Early like, 30s. So she's dancing. Obviously, y'all can't see this. And as a almost 31-year-old, I'm a little concerned because literally I felt like my knee popped. I'm not almost 31. I'm not, you mean you are me, almost 31. Okay, I'm still 30. I'm fresh 30. It's okay. I have, like, one more gray hair. It's all good. I look great. Um, 
all the water and like the fucking Neutrogena I'm using. Um, but no, like as long as brand deal, brand deal, Neutrogena. No, let's not mention them. Brand deal, bitch. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> small businesses, am I right? Um. <laughs> obviously, somebody was corporate for too long, so she's out here like fuck them, these small businesses. I didn't say that. I didn't say she didn't say it, but she her I eyes said it all. No. But no, real talk. I feel like. That's a conversation I'm having with a lot of, like, my friends as, like, being 30-year-olds. We're at this position where we're like, okay, great. Shouldn't we be having a house by now? Like, great. Oof. I think that by now people should have had their, their passion, dream job, career. Yeah. But honestly, at least speaking for myself, I'm still trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. Like, I got this promotion a long ago, and, I mean, it's been it's been chill. Like, no shade, no tea. But it's also like, damn, I got my first paycheck and already. Like, I don't know if it's taxes or me using FSA. Like, girl, like girl, it's I'm like three hundred dollars short. I'm like trying to figure out how to budget. Three hundred dollars is a big difference. And then people are having conversations about like, oh, like, have y'all thought about kids yet? And it's like, no, man. We're also about to enter this recession, and I'm in a position where like, I'm starting to wonder like, what does it take to get that home? What does it take to like start that family? What does it take to find that dream job? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I like what I do in terms of, like, the job itself. It's it's challenging in its own way. Um, but I'm like, man, like, what else is out there, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, the sense of fear of, like, should I take the risk into the unknown? Mm-hmm. Not oh, knowing yes. how that's going to downfall on us, right? Mm-hmm. And it sucks yeah. because, like, and sometimes it feels like, what if, what if it's too late to take the risk? It isn't, to me, it feels it is, late. It isn't too late, I think. As a recruiter, plus... For the uh, recruiter, what do you think? Well, I was a recruiting coordinator. There's a difference. I wasn't recruiting. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, someone wasn't listening again. Mm-hmm. But no, like, I think uh, about, like, the opportunities that were somewhat handed to us as soon as we graduated from college. And now... What opportunities handed to us? What do you mean? Recruiters were definitely looking for young blood. Not handed to us, but, like, I feel like people oh. who would be like, there's this great opportunity out here in Michigan, nowhere in Indiana. Like... <laughs> They would be reaching out through yeah. LinkedIn, like, there's no tomorrow, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. right? And, like, mm-hmm. that's not the case now, at least. At mm-hmm. least depending on your sort of field. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't you get hits on LinkedIn still? Girl, I well, don't even get hits on my You know what it is? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one does. Uh, but I think also, like, there's also another, another tip. Get your LinkedIn together. Always uh, update your resume. Guess what? Uh, Something I learned about being laid off is these companies... Don't love you. They might say, we're we're family. It's a lie. Companies are companies. And guess what? They'll lay you off without a two-week notice. So guess what? You don't have to give a two-week notice. Yeah, facts. Yeah. I, this is why I'm, I'm no longer I'm no longer being like, oh, I'm, I'm scared to quit. If I'm, when I quit, if you want to employ me, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I'll quit when I want to quit. Because, like, y'all don't care about me. You will leave me in an instant. This is why I have so much respect for Gen Zers. I love as Gen Z. As much as I like them, I'm also like, what the fuck? You know? And I've had this conversation with a coworker too, about how, like, every generation has had their own approach with, with employment. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, whatever the... I don't yeah. know if employment's the right term here. But, a like... career or... Yeah, yeah. Like, as millennials, we fucking saw all the dramas. Like, literally, recession one, 20... Well, I don't even know when the fuck the recession happened in the Wait. bush. Then we when saw did, wait, didn't the recession happen before we went to college? 
Yeah. Yeah. So like right. 2008, Before. I think, on the yeah. bus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we saw like 9 11. Yeah. And then we fucking saw like the brink of certain wars. Yeah. Then we saw what else? Fuck it. There's so much COVID. shit that happened. Well, that's everybody. Uh, but like. Also, but also. Um, but as millennials. Terrorist attacks. Was that 9-11 but, or yeah, was that... Yeah, there's, there's just a bunch of different yeah. shit, right? But, like... Guns. I mean, that's the ongoing, because it's America, ca so... <laughs> fuck these hoes. <laughs> I mean, this is the land it's of... America, caca. <laughs> <laughs> if it was said in Spanish, it's caca. <laughs> Anyways. Um, no, I feel like as a millennial, I'm always like, fuck, like, I need a... Bitch, I was sick this week, and I was like, oh, like, I feel so bad for my coworkers because, like, we're already down two people. No, and no, no, I know, why? But you shouldn't still, care. But the, in, but me, you being, shouldn't care. I shouldn't, but I did. And it's like, oh, and I'm also like, oh, but these students, however, these Gen Zers, though, they be like, honey, I'm not getting paid for this. Mm-hmm. Let me not call. Yeah. Shit, let me not show up. And that's so fucking badass, yeah. but I don't have the fucking balls yeah. for that. And also, I would say that I know I got laid off and it wasn't my fault, but part of me was like, what if I kissed ass just a little bit? Don't do that. That's nasty. No. There's I mean, a lot of shit on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She doesn't know idioms. Is that an idiom? <laughs> I don't know. So, I meant that's an idiom, not literally. But it's not worth it because, like... No, no, but, like, no, but listen, like, I would... Are you a I'm, I'm saying too much. I'm just saying, I wonder if I did it if I kissed ass a little bit more, maybe someone else would have been let go besides me. Because sometimes do you being like that, that person that kisses ass and does the extra work. Do you want to be that person? I don't, well, I don't know. Will you be happy being that person? I personally don't think I was, so I haven't been that person. But I wonder, like, after Had you been that off, person, you would have still been at that job. Would you have been okay with that? Or maybe I would have burnt out and, like, quit. Out of, yeah. Is yeah. it, like, I don't feel like the yeah. ass kissing makes you authentic to you. Yeah, but it works for some people. Man, that's also, like, one of my fucking pet peeves. Also, is it ass kissing or is it just being white? Damn. Oh, I got deep. Because, like, they, they understand. <laughs> the whites understand each other. In a way, I can't understand that. I don't know what the fuck that means, but... Like, the whites understand it. Like, for example, like, hey, dude. I think that... the game last night, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, hey, what's that? What'd you watch? I was watching Insecure. Oh, I never watched that. Um, I think some people don't know what Abbott Elementary is. Yeah, I've been fucking proposing it to the world, and they still don't get it, but it's fine. It's like... But at the same time, but Abbott Elementary like, is sort of my experience. Exactly. No, I get that. Yeah. And so, like, there's a little bit of humor in, like... Yeah. I was also working in education for, like, the longest time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I was one of those... Students. I was, yeah, students. Yeah. And also, like, I'd worked alongside with teachers like yeah. that. Where it's just, like, shit. Principles mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. Where it's like, wow, great. You think you're really caring, but damn, you're really selfish right now. <laughs> um, Shout out to Principal Ava. <laughs> oh, my God. Jamil. I forgot the actress's name, but I love her. She's stand- she was a stand-up comedian first. Yeah, she's so great. She's I love her. She's she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like going back to your point, I feel like what you're touching upon is code switching, right? Mm-hmm. It's like how much code switching do you need to do in order Which to Which also be... do you hear the way I sound guys? It doesn't look like I need to I need to code switch. I think I Shut up. You know what I mean? That. You know what I mean? I, I, I get confused. I get confused. Sometimes I wonder like like cause I sound white, am I actually code switching or am I just being me? Or I don't know who I am, so I don't know what, what it is. Honey, this is a podcast, not therapy. Jokes on you until BetterHelp gives us. <laughs> this is my therapy. BetterHelp don't help that great. I heard. Oh, we heard. We, 
We need sponsors. Okay. But hey, help. shout out to all our friends out there who are um using getting therapy. Getting therapy, also providing therapy services for others. Yeah. Or if you're being your friend's therapist. Mm. Not me, because I'm <laughs> shutting everyone down. You're um, not therapist sometimes. Oh damn. I'm not doing a great job. Um, <laughs> But no, shout out to, and also shout out to all the like educators out there too. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Teaching is not an easy job. I, and I think it's one of the most honorable jobs to have. She thinks. I don't teach. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. I just, you know, yeah, I just, I like, this probably not wanted to be a teacher, but I was like, I don't have the patience to do a lesson plan. The lesson planning is the part that scares me about teaching. Honestly, same here. For a while, honestly, I used to love working with students. I feel like some of the best experiences that I had in terms of um, sort of like what I've been passionate about has been working with students directly, um, mostly in the middle school, high school levels because shit, they can like, you thought you had self-esteem. Kids are mean. High, walking to a high school. I'm still scared of middle schoolers. And high, if I see a group of kids, that's the thing, I'm like. Though. That's the thing though. I used to love working in those settings because it's like, you thought you can play me? Bet. Well, that's because you're you. I know. If I was there, they could play me. <laughs> Don't talk to anyone. They could. They would. They would, You would be crying every day. I would be crying. I only cried once in the two years. Uh huh. But it's also like that's the thing. You know, like a lot of the students that I worked with were going through a lot of shit, and I feel like not a lot of the teachers were understanding that. Mm-hmm. But I've been there. I've done that. So I get it. Um. But I. But my fear with teaching was fucking lesson planning because yeah. they're so particular, and then you have people fucking observing you. Yeah. Also, most of these people have never really been in education like that. Yeah, and then like, also you're doing everything yourself, providing everything for your students, not enough resources. It's like you, like if you hate doing overtime and your current job, your teaching is every day you're doing overtime. Yeah. So shout out to the teachers out there, and honestly, if I were y'all, check in with one teacher friend, see if they need anything. Wish list. I would if I was a millionaire, but Loki only have like ten dollars yeah, in my account right now. Yeah, we're we have to be our own millionaires. What does that make no sense? She's a millionaire with love. Um. Aww. Okay. That was sweet. <laughs> but shout Aww. out to them. Um. But do you, is there anything else? I feel like oh, we kind oh, of went on a tangent. Oh, okay. Well, also I have to say one thing. This is how I feel. Okay. Because we're gonna be logging off soon. No. So okay. put it out Wait. There. We are. <laughs> I think this is gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah. Like. Okay, but I'll just say one thing. I believe if, when it comes to teachers, doctors, don't be a doctor or a teacher if you don't love being a doctor or being a teacher. Because, let me tell you, doc, there's so many doctors out Hold there on. who are shitty, this. who are shitty people who, maybe they pass the test, they're good with numbers and shit. But you talk to them, they have no people skills. Here's the thing, here's the thing. That's a whole different playing field, right? Because That's I, people's health. Yeah, but it's also fucking disgusting how, like, the medical field, it's racist in its own form. Exactly. Because here's the thing. As, like, I'm being very, like, honest right now. Like, for the longest time, I had, like, this pain in my lower left abdomen or mm-hmm. right out on my sides. Mm-hmm. And the first doctor I'd gone to with these symptoms, go ahead and laugh. I'm bad on my left and right side. It's okay. Go ahead. No, I just thought of a joke in my head, but you go on. Say it. No, I forgot. Go ahead. And this was, like, your lower, right? I don't know, something. Anyway, she thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to the doctor, and her response was, Pretty much, oh, it's stress. You got to learn how to, like, manage your stress. Went back probably three months later, and I'm like, this doesn't feel comfortable. Like, it's a pain. For a while, I'm like, maybe it's a hernia. And then, you know what she fucking gave me? Laxatives. I was like, how is this supposed to help me? Anyways, that was, I kid you not, probably, like, six years ago, right? Where I had these pains. And I'd also gone to a doctor that was, like, a person of color because 
I've had experiences in the past where like people weren't really listening and there's like a lot of historical context here where it's like you need to listen to these to mm-hmm. women, women mm-hmm. of color, especially mm-hmm. like black women. But not a lot of doctors are willing to like take mm-hmm. them seriously, which is fucking. That's why when people go to the doctor, they say how what's the pain? Just increase the pain. Don't say it's a five, say it's a ten. Because other than that, they don't they won't believe that you're in pain. Yeah, and it's also disturbing that people don't understand that this is a thing. Like you can tell people about your experiences and just say like Maybe you just had a shitty doctor. No, no, the medical industry is set up to fail black women, mm-hmm. and it's set up to fail indigenous women, mm-hmm. and it's set up to fail like brown women in general. Yeah, as well as like men of color. But it's also like the discrepancies are just fucking crazy when it comes to the black mm-hmm. to the black community, and yeah. it's like what the fuck. I forgot but, where it said this, but like it was actually if you look in like medical school books, there was actually like literature that said that women of color feel less pain. But that's the thing, like they were teaching. Oh that yeah, for the that was her assumption, time. right? Yeah. And like for the longest time too. I don't know where I read this. I think that, um, no, I don't know. I think, I mean, think about it. Going not even like addressing that because I feel like it's a different idea. But like, think about all the black men that were being tested on. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them were freaking victims of clinical studies without mm-hmm. consent. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, a lot of them are facing that. I mean, yeah. from day one. Men, women of color have been set up to not trust the medical experts, quote-unquote. This is why... your vaccine. (laughs) Right, that's the thing, though. I was going to say that's where a lot of these, like, assumptions about COVID... No, it's not the same thing. I know. Get your vaccine. I'm just saying that to my people. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also, like... But but I also get that, right? And it's, like... But it's it's rough, and, and it sucks. And, like, going back to the doctor, like, I went to a different doctor... Nothing was happening. Then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to this one doctor because I'd, I'd done my research. He was like this mm-hmm. young white man. But all all the reviews were great and everything. And I was like, okay, do I, do I feel comfortable putting my trust in this man? So I went to him. He's like, actually, what you have is like this constant chronic inflammation of your ovaries. Like, we need to get this tested. And then from there, I was referred to this other Latina doctor who was young. And she was like, for the first time ever, this doctor was like, Tell me about your family history. Tell me about their needs. Are you taking medications? What are some things that have happened that are traumatic? I'm like, no one's asked me this. Going back to that first doctor, she actually was also my mom's doctor. And, like, she, my mom had opened up to her about, like, the shit that happened with, with like, my dad and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. For, those that, for those that all know, like, there was a lot of trauma there. But, like, her justification as to why I was feeling stressed was because of trauma. And she even said, and I quote, I know your mom went through some stuff and I think that you would like be better off with therapy. So I feel like a lot of this pain is because you're processing these anxieties and traumas. So I would, if I were you, I would contact the therapist. Not once did she say, let's do some studies. Not mm-hmm. once did she say this. She gave me laxatives, honey. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I could have just gotten Chipotle for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Well, now I want some Chipotle. I know, it's kind of good. Uh, get Not some. to promote Chipotle, but like, but yeah, but it sucks, and you know, I mean, here we are, but yeah, medical experts, if you're going to do it, do it because you're passionate, but also listen to your fucking patients. Yes. Like, how, like, I understand that it's lucrative to be a doctor, but we need, like, some kind, caring people out there, because, like, honestly, like, your doctor, I mean, other countries, I mean... I mean, I don't know much about this, but I'm just saying. I've had doctors where I felt like they could have listened to me more. Or like, I felt like I couldn't come back. And this is why people don't come back. They're like, I don't want to deal with this shit if they're not going to help me. 
Right. So that was a I know. tangent. That's one way to end this podcast. <laughs> I know it's kind of gloomy. But I mean, I know that was like a pretty vague sort of but also intense conversation to end off. Which is which describes our, our dynamic. <laughs> this is how we talk. <laughs> this is us in an Uber ride. Yeah. Imagine us drunk. Jeez. Wow. Let's not go there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah. So this is, again, episode one. Obviously, it's our first episode it's yeah. super chill we just wanted to give you all a sense of what you be what you will be dialing into every week we also have an email so if you have questions or have any topics you have in mind send it our way again we're no experts we're here to just have a conversation yeah, we're just we're just 30 year olds almost filled water almost so clumsy we're 30 year olds that have our own experiences you know we live in life bigger in and out and we like rely on friends and community and family to help just make things easier so we hope to provide the same thing to you guys so our email is brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com that's brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com and stay tuned because i'll be working on the instagram account it's not gonna be cute but it's gonna be something it's gonna be something okay and we look forward to hearing your thoughts if you have any questions for us if you want to hear any topics i'm literally just best friends who love to laugh with each other who want to talk about real shit hell yeah so yeah so we out here we're still brown we're still broke but we're gonna be laughing